from their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hi, Laura. I own a small business and I currently have no employees. My kids have done work for my business for many years. I've always paid them a few dollars and noted it as contract labor as I did with anyone else. Last year, I paid my youngest $1,200 and she contributed all of it to a Roth IRA. She's in college and had a scholarship of $4,000. My questions are, does the scholarship have have to be reported as income? And for the $1,200, should she, should I create a 1099 for her and take out federal taxes? Or did she even make enough money to be required to file a tax return? And if not, do I still have to create a 1099 to show taxes pay for the money contributed to the Roth? Uh, I enjoy your show and I look forward to hearing back from you. My name is Tony. Thank you for your voice message and great questions, Tony. I love that you're exploring ways for your kids to invest in their futures using Roth IRAs. If you also have kids or plan on becoming a parent someday and you want to help them grow rich, stay with me. We'll cover Tony's questions and legitimate ways minors can have a Roth IRA and take advantage of its massive tax-saving benefits. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Money Girl. I'm really glad you're spending time with me today. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Laura Adams. I'm an award-winning author and finance expert who's been bringing money tips and advice weekly on this podcast since 2008 with over 40 million downloads. When I'm not podcasting, I work with select brands doing on-camera and writing work as a spokesperson, consumer advocate, and PR consultant. If your company is interested in collaborating for a campaign, speaking event, or some ongoing marketing, reach out. I'd love to talk to you. Here on the show, you're going to hear me talk about a wide range of money topics, things like building credit, managing debt, retirement investing, real estate, cutting taxes, buying insurance, money management strategies, entrepreneurship, and lots more. And occasionally, you'll hear my interviews with money experts and very interesting people. If you're getting value from the show, don't forget to let us know. You can do that by subscribing or submitting a five-star rating or review. I'll thank you in advance for that. And if you have a money question, you can record a message just like Tony did by calling 302-364-0308 or emailing me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. That's also where you can learn more about my work, award-winning personal finance books, 
and money courses. And if you leave me a message and you don't want your voice featured on the show, that's okay too. Just let me know. Okay, let's get into this topic, which I really love. If you're familiar with a Roth IRA, you already know it's a terrific retirement account and it's for your after-tax dollars. Unlike a pre-tax traditional IRA, you don't get an upfront tax deduction for your Roth contributions, but that's actually okay. It's great for kids because they typically don't earn enough to owe taxes and therefore they they don't need any tax deductions. The beauty of a Roth is getting tax-free withdrawals after age 59 and a half and not having any required minimum distributions or RMDs. Now, with a traditional IRA, you must pay income taxes on your withdrawals, and you got to begin taking those RMDs starting at age 73, or it's going to be pushed out to age 75 starting in 2033. In addition, you can withdraw your Roth IRA contributions, but not the earnings portion, at any time without paying taxes or a penalty. So that gives you or your kids a lot of flexibility to tap a Roth IRA for future expenses. Maybe, you know, they might need a car or want to go to college or need funds for a wedding. Of course, I recommend staying out of your or your child's retirement account so it can grow undisturbed and build as much wealth as possible. If you have earned income, you can contribute to a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, or a combination of those up to the annual limit. And for 2023, adults or working minor kids can put earnings of up to $6,500 or $7,500 if you're over age 50 into any of those IRAs or combinations of those IRAs, as long as you don't exceed that annual limit. For example, let's say you've got a minor child with a part-time job and they're earning $7,000 a year. They or you as their parent can contribute up to $6,500 in an IRA. So even if they're they're making more, they can't put more in. You can only put up to $6,500. And if they only earned $1,000 in a year, that's okay. You could put up to $1,000 in an IRA. So there's no minimum income or minimum age for kids to qualify for an IRA. However, they must have legitimately earned income either from employment or self-employment, and we'll talk more about that. So let's talk about what income does and doesn't count for making IRA contributions. In general, it must come from working. So it could be wages, salary, commission, and tips that get reported in box one of form W-2, the wage and tax statement. So that means unless you've got a baby that's a model or a toddler starring in commercials, either as an employee or as a self-employed baby, it's not likely that very young children could qualify for a Roth IRA or any IRA. But it's common for preteens or teenagers with after-school or summer jobs to make enough W-2 money to contribute to or even max out an IRA. In addition, kids qualify for an IRA if they have net earnings from their own business. Maybe they do babysitting, tutoring, or dog walking. 
But you can't pay a child a large cash allowance for doing household chores and call it income for IRA purposes without documenting and claiming it as business income. So it does need to be, you know, legitimate income that they're either earning as a worker or earning with their own business. The following are some more examples of income that does not qualify kids or adults for IRA contributions. They include gifts, investment income, real estate income, pension income, annuity income, deferred compensation, social security benefits, unemployment compensation, child support, or alimony. But what if you're like Tony and you have a business where your minor child works? Well, if a child does legitimate, age-appropriate work for a reasonable wage, that qualifies them for an IRA. However, to count a child's payment from a family business toward their IRA eligibility, it's best to treat them as employees. So that means deducting income taxes from their pay and issuing them a W-2. Tony, please don't confuse this with a 1099, which is for independent contractors, as you mentioned, and that does not require you to withhold taxes from their pay. I recommend that you treat your kids as employees and not as contractors because by definition, you don't manage a contractor or their work directly, which is just not realistic for a minor family member and could probably get easily questioned in an audit. If you issue your working kids a W-2 from now on, they'll have undisputed eligibility for making their Roth IRA contributions. And if your business is a sole proprietorship, partnership where the parents are both the partners, or an LLC that elects to be taxed as a sole proprietorship, payments to your minor kids are typically not subject to Social Security and Medicare taxes. However, you must withhold income taxes from a minor child's pay. This is because the government doesn't consider minor kids as being part of the the workforce yet. But if your business is a corporation, so you're an S-corp or a C-corp, you must withhold all taxes from a child's payroll regardless of their age. So that would include the Social Security, Medicare, and, you know, income, all of the taxes. So, Tony, the paperwork you must complete to pay your kids depends on your business's legal entity. And even though it's a slight hassle to withhold income taxes, it is the best way to ensure your kids can legitimately have a Roth IRA. Tony also asked if his child's scholarship money needs to get reported as income. College scholarship and fellowship funds for undergraduates are generally only taxable if listed in Box 1 of Form W-2. So unless that scholarship is taxable, it does not need to be reported, but it would not count as income for IRA purposes. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. From their innovative practice facility 
to unmatched views from the fairway. The PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. Hey there, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Freakonomics Radio. Every week, host and best-selling author Stephen Dubner dives into the hidden side of business, economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why the best employees can make the worst bosses, and how whales went from being economic engines to environmental icons. If you're a curious person looking to better understand the world around you, you'll find everything you're looking for on Freakonomics Radio. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Tony also asked how much money his kids have to make before being required to file a tax return. Well, a minor must file a return if their earned income exceeds their standard deduction. Now, for 2022, the standard deduction was $12,950. It's gone up now for 2023. It is $13,850. But I will say, even if a minor earns less than that, they earn less than their standard deduction and they don't owe any taxes, it's still smart for you to submit a tax return on their behalf. That's because they may qualify for a tax refund of withheld earnings. For example, A minor working part-time and earning less than $13,850 this year would owe no income taxes. However, their employer or a parent in a family business typically withholds taxes from their paychecks throughout the year. To get that money back, the child must file a tax return to trigger a refund payment from the government in the following year. So I know it seems like a bit of a hassle, but this is how you're going to legitimately document their income for the purposes of an IRA. And minors with self-employment income must file a tax return when their net earnings exceed $400. If you're unsure whether your child should file a tax return or you've got questions about how much to pay them or how to pay them in a family business, please get advice from a tax professional such as a CPA. They can get you up to speed quickly on this and show you how to deduct the uh, withholding from their paychecks. So for you parents out there that want to raise millionaires, you can definitely help your kids qualify for an IRA by ensuring their income does get properly reported. An IRA contribution could be deemed invalid, you know, if it's not legitimate, you don't have verification that it is legitimate earned income. And opening an IRA for a minor at most banks, brokerages, and investment firms is quite easy. The account will be in your child's name, but you or another adult must manage it until your child turns 18 or 21 in some states. And the financial institution may require a minimum amount to get started, such as $50 or $100. Remember that it doesn't matter where a child's IRA contributions come from. 
So they could come from a parent's bank account as long as the child is eligible for those contributions. So a parent could let their kids keep all their earned money and make the IRA contributions on their behalf. You could even create an incentive where you match the amount a child contributes to their IRA, assuming you don't exceed the current $6,500 limit. Starting an IRA early in life means your child has lots of time to see it grow into a significant nest egg, even with modest contributions. Imagine you help your child contribute $500 to a Roth IRA once a year from age 10 to 20. So they make those 10 contributions. Even if they never contributed to the account again, it would grow to about $250,000 by their 65th birthday with an 8% average return. And if your child did continue contributions, let's say they contributed $1,000 a year starting at age 20, they would have more than $600,000 in the account at age 65. And if they contributed $5,000 a year, the account value would exceed $2 million in their mid-60s. With some foresight, you can put your kids on very successful paths and even raise some millionaires by showing them how small, regular investments create financial independence. Thanks again to Tony for inspiring this show with excellent questions. I hope that it's been helpful. Here's to raising lots of little millionaires. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.